You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. Let's do a podcast and wrap up the podcasting week. Well, something like that. Al, what's up, man? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, so tonight is our big uh, Christmas uh, going to lunch, going to uh, the hotel for a nap, going to dinner, going to a Jordan Davis country concert at Webster Hall, uh, minimal sleep, up, uh, show at 5 a.m., warm-up show. I tell you this. When I come in uh, tomorrow morning, I'm going to watch in fast motion Chiefs, Chargers. We're going to break that down, you and I. We're going to do cool games for a segment. And then we're going to cover all the other things. Lest you think you're going to get a less quality warm-up program tomorrow? No. Because I'm going to be here at uh, 4 o'clock. So will I. As usual. as we Yeah. Are. And I'm going to go through all my stuff. Now, I don't think I'm going to give them a show sheet tomorrow. You shouldn't. Because I want to show them that they've prevented me from doing my work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Jerry? Well, I didn't mean that. I just meant they've got the well, they've got their apps. They're fine. Yeah. I, I'm going to do the stuff for that I need for the warm-up show. Right, sure. Which is always fully prepared. We are always prepared. Boomer did give me uh, let me see where you are on this one, because Boomer gave me a look when I was trying to explain this, uh, me and Gio, uh, to him during a break. I actually was surprised it didn't come up on the air. Uh, Gio asked me what I was doing with my car. To be yeah. in the city all day. And I said, well, I'm in a metered spot. I'm going to pay the meter when I can. And if I can't and I get a ticket, I get a ticket. It is what it is. Right. Boomer said, why don't you just put it in the lot right there? Right. I said, I don't like handing my car over to somebody. Yeah, I understand. Even if I don't, I don't have a fancy car. I, don't yeah, I have, hate putting my car in a lot. I don't care if a car, if my car gets scratched. I'm not that. I don't want another human being to take it, yeah. sit in it. Move the seat, move the thing, sit pass on my gas in it. Pass gas in it, sit on my uh, the thing that I have for my butt. Yeah, I I totally understand. Like, why can't these garages just let us park our most? You know, most of them well, in New York City, you cannot park yourself. There's no way you have you ever been in a parking garage? Like, have you ever gone uh, yeah, in and seen I what have. goes on? That's another thing. I don't want my car. Them starting my car. Moving it, stopping it, starting my car, moving it. Like the constant on a lift, movement. taking off a lift. Right. Move to no. this side. I know, man. Give me the ticket, and I'll park it out front. So I actually thought about this. Yeah. 
I hate to tell you this. Uh-oh. And not that it matters all that much. Yeah. But do you realize what you're doing is going to cost me more than what I'm doing? Uh, yes. With a lot more aggravation. Yeah. Did but you realize that before? I did. So why would you have not have done what I did? Because I didn't know where that was, or I didn't really think about it. I was just like, I just want. It's just easy to put it out front. Yeah. Because I figured I, I'll get a ticket for sure. I parked in a in, on a street where it's no good from nine to ten thirty this morning. Yeah. Guaranteed, I get a ticket, and that's fine. Sixty five bucks, I'll deal with it. But if I paid from nine to seven, and did the whole ticket thing, app thing, it's ten seventy five every two hours. Yeah. So that times five is fifty, and then another five, another ten bucks, basically. Yeah. Uh, well, another six dollars. It's fifty six. Then you got to do it again tomorrow. It's pretty much the same amount of oh, money. Right. It's pretty much the same money. Yes. I'm parked though until tomorrow. No problem. Right. You are going to pay sixty six dollars no matter what, unless you opt not to. But then you might get a ticket. Right. On top of it. You're right. I know. I have. I didn't really think it through, but I, I didn't want that to spoil my fun today. And yeah, I no, wanted I get, to have totally, fun today. Listen, I totally get it. I'm with you, and I wouldn't put the car in a lot either. Yeah, I'm not just not putting in a lot. I'm not interested in a lot. Neither am I. There was part of me that was very uh, envious of you guys last week when you went to the lot by the Intrepid and left. Right, and I just took off. I said I was close to doing the same thing, and then the guy came out. I'm like, all right. Yeah. I know. I just don't. When I used to work at WNEW in the morning, 1027, I was on like 57th and 7th, and I had to put my car in a lot. It was such a – my car would be up against the walls. My car would smell of B.O. Yeah. My car, my friends uh, would come in and they'd, they'd take pictures of your car when they parked their car. Yeah, And absolutely. your car would be crushed up against the wall with a, th- them using a uh, traffic cone as the barrier between your crushed car up against the wall. Like, it was a mess. New York City parking is a disgrace. Right. And it then really who is. knows how many times they moved it all day long. And I had a stick shift back then. Who knows if they knew how to drive it properly. How about when we went to the Waldorf a couple of times for events? And you take it and you do the valet. Yeah. And then they tell you to call and give them a half hour. And you say, <laughs> a half hour? And then I come to find out because the parking garage they use, they don't park it at the hotel, is cross town. So they're taking your car and they're driving it, you know, 11 blocks away. Right. Then what? they got to go get it and bring it back to you. It's a mess. Oh, my God. And you know that there have been accidents somewhere along the way. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, good. I just, I love. For sure. Like, for instance, where were we last? I forget where we were. There's just, there's so much that's such, the great thing about New Jersey is just a parking lot. They have parking lots. You go to a restaurant, there's a parking, parking lot. Parking lot. It's like. Uh, I know. I don't go to any restaurants now if there's no parking lot. I'm with you. Because there are certain places. Like, I used to go, we used to go to Red Bank. Yeah. A pain in the ass. It's a pain in the ass. Yes. I don't. I don't want to fight for a parking spot I, to eat dinner. If you can't give me a parking spot, then don't have a restaurant. I hear you. You know I what totally I'm saying? Understand. Yeah, man. Like, in, yeah, Manhattan is just so bizarre, and like places like Hoboken, bizarre. Like, I would never want to live there. They're really meant to not have cars. Yes, they really are. It's meant which for also walking. sounds lovely in some ways. Like not having to think about having a car, paying yeah, for as a long car. as you're on my mass transit. I do. I do not like mass. Yeah, transit. I don't like it either. So it's you're really right. not that lovely to me. Good point. Yeah. Right, unless everything was just walk very quickly right. walkable. Which and people that live in Manhattan will tell you ninety percent of their life is lived in a walkable yes. radius. Very and small I that, area, yeah. But I want no part of Manhattan. Um I also took a look at the menu of the place where we were supposedly going. Yeah. Very bougie. I meaning that there are things that sound like uh regular food. Yeah. But then 
weird items tacked onto it. So it'd be like a, a, a burger, like but like a fancy burger. And it'll be a burger with a lettuce, tomato, and shweezy shwosha cheese. Like, what? <laughs> what is this cheese? I don't Did you want Google the, the cheese? cheese. No, I don't like any cheese other than mozzarella. Oh, so for you, it's easy. Just give me the burger and the bun, please. I know, but some places, especially the bougie ones, they don't like when you, like, modify. That's an easy modification. Though. Just no cheese. You're not swapping but, anything. You're just the, holding something. Oh, right, I'm holding. But I would need on that item in particular, I'd need to hold the cheese, the weird cheese, and the weird mayo. So now I'm holding two items. But then, to, but all right. But the, if you're in the kitchen and you see guy just wants a burger on a bun, awesome. Here you go. Get this out to this clown. Right, but the <laughs> the problem is the chefs that work oh, at these F places. Them. I am so tired of hearing it, that. It's an art. Get over yourself. You an, cook dead flesh. Knock it off. It's an art to them. Oh, shut up. And the burger is not representative of oh, them if you don't put the shui shui cheese. Well, we all as a society got to get over ourselves. That's true. Uh, we really, we got egos that need to be popped. We do. I, I, oh, Big egos, Jerry. I'm having a tough time. I hate everybody. I really can't stand I'm with people. you. You know I hate everybody, Jerry. There you was know last night. How about this? Last night I'm going to start. I have not done much, much Christmas shopping at all, but I went last night. Um, Where you go? Around, to a mall or a department store? I didn't. Store? I just went around town. I was okay. tired. I wasn't in the mood. I was going to go to the mall. I was not in the mood. And it was early. It was 5 o'clock. It wasn't like it was late. And so the place I'm in, I'm not going to say where, but they have, they had like, you know, four cashiers. One that stayed there and three that would take care of someone. And if there was no one online, they would go, you know, 10, 15 feet away and start working on a project. So I get online and there was just one person online, one person being helped. So there was one person in front of me and I was behind them. Okay, fine. Once another person came behind me, there was someone there with the walkie-talkie. Oh, sure, can you come to the front? So a woman comes up. She got off her ladder, and she comes to the second register. So I let the woman behind me go, and I just waited. So a woman goes over, and I'm waiting, and then two other women start to make their way. They were arguing who got there first. I mean, come on. The, the extra 37 seconds yeah. matters. They, it gets I mean, competitive. Give me a break. It's competitive Christmas competitive shopping. for what? It literally could not have taken more than a minute. And they're like, oh, you want to go? Well, I, I, yeah, I mean, I got here, I guess. I mean, I came in from the other angle. I think I was here first. The manager walked over. He goes, ladies, we have two registers. This won't take long. Right. I mean, it was unbelievable. It's just like, you know what? Everybody. Ugh. What do you do in a situation? Let's say there was a, uh, let's say there were five people in line. There's one register open, five people in line. Yeah. Okay. And you are person number three in line. Mm -hmm. There's someone being helped. There's someone in front of you. There's you. There's two people behind you. Yes. New register opens. I never move. Who goes first? I don't know. I always like to enjoy watching people argue over who gets there first. I right, don't because it should be the person in front it of you. It should be. Yeah. But that's up to me. It's, it's up, up to, to the, the store yes. to say, sir, I'll take you over here. Yes. I completely You agree. don't just go, I'm open over here and let the... The customers fight it out themselves. That's why when you ever go to a deli and they don't have numbers, oh. it's like, what are uh, who's next? Who was here? I don't know. I just, right. I think I got here before this guy, but I'm not sure, sir. Were you? Here? Yes, I was. Uh, you I know. Actually, I, I will not go to a deli when that's the situation. I, I'm with you. I that's there. There was that deli in Madawan that I liked. The uh, Lavodis. Lavodis. Oh, was it really? You go in there. You take a number. Yeah, numbers are great. Deal they ones had like that. ten people yeah. behind the counter Very working. Easy. Yep. And it was like moving it along. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. You go to Dearborn Farms on a Saturday at noon. The place is packed. 
And there's, like you say, they got seven, eight people behind the counter. Then they also have people just for the salads. Yep. Or for, you know, prepared meals. Yes. If you just want they that. They do it right. No one's slicing. They'll be like, anybody who's waiting for some sides. Right. Oh, okay. Yes, I am. That's Thank the you. way to do it. Yes. But very well done. Yeah. Numbers, all good. And now in the supermarkets, I do that thing, you know, where you you sign in at the you you scan your yep. card and then you tell them what you want and mm-hmm. then you go shopping and then they'll call your number when your meat is done. Which I like and I've done that too. The only thing I will tell you is I've gotten burned a couple of times by the the cut of the yeah because you can't the, see the it cheese being done. mostly. They cheese. they slice the cheese too thick. They're a big cheese uh, thick cheese slices. Yeah, I don't. I hate thick cheese slices. Yeah, unless it's here. cheddar. Yeah. Or a marble jack, but if it's going to be, you jack. know, Swiss or provolone or American cheese, I don't want it, you know, a quarter inch thick. Yeah. A provolone. Uh, here you go. Here's your pound. You did it already? Well, yeah, when it's only five slices and it's, you know, a chunk. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> five thick slices of cheese for yeah, you. Yeah, look, it's Harris Allen. That Andrew Bogish looks just like Harris Allen now. <laughs> Absolutely. Here's a story from TikTok, a woman, a U.S. woman uh, on TikTok. She, uh, her mom was having a problem. Her dishwasher wasn't working. The woman on TikTok took to her TikTok video yep. and had her boyfriend pull the dishwasher out of, you know, from under the uh, counter the counter, and open up the back to take a look at what was going on with the thing. Filled with rats. Oh, my God. Where was this? It doesn't say the name of the town, but it's got the 2.8 million views. It looked like a regular suburb. Rats living in the dish back of the dishwasher. Rats or mice? These were rats. Really? Yeah. I saw it. I watched it. It creeped me out. Yeah, I would think so. We have a mice issue at my house. Yeah. You know, every five or six months, you can tell, all right, they're back. Call the the company and it's, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Not rats, though. Yeah. Where do the mice get in your house? Yeah. That would, I don't know why. uh, Basement, usually. And though they're in the, you can hear them like in the walls, you know? But, you know, sometimes, and it's not often, it's probably twice a year it happens that you notice they're back because you'll see a dropping or two. I'm like, oh, no. Once I see that, call the company. They And we have the, you know, the bait. I hate to do it, but it is what it is. The little bait trap. Not you traps. bait them up. But, yeah, it's, you know, they eat it and then they take off. And, unfortunately, Goodbye. that's the end of them. Yeah. But, yeah, so it, what's really odd is there are a couple of specific places in the house that the bait every five or six months is gone. And then there's others, nothing, like not touched. Yeah. So weird. Like you would think they're all over the place. They're really not. So, and then the guy's like, oh, we got these really cool um, glue traps that have peanut, they're peanut butter scented because mice love peanut butter. Yeah, sure do. I'm like, but wait a minute. So then that means they're going to, yeah, they get caught and they just die. I'm like, I I can't have dead mice. No, I'm good. Just put, fill up the bait. I'm fine. All creatures love peanut butter. Who doesn't? Humans. Yes. Mice. Dogs. I didn't know dogs like peanut butter. Oh, yeah. Dogs love true? peanut butter. My dog loves peanut butter. If I'm making myself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, the dog wants a little scoop in the bowl. No kidding. Oh, yeah. And then I the actually dogs, didn't know that. Dogs are funny when they eat peanut butter. They, Yeah. They well, look like, it sticks to the roof of their mouth, yeah. probably. I think that's how they get, get it to look like dogs are talking in movies and stuff. You might be right. They give the dogs peanut butter, then they go, hey. I want to go out. <laughs> Meantime, it's eating peanut butter. Yeah, it's just gobbling down peanut butter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and I have one other story for you, Jerry. Let me see about this one. Oh, this is a good one. 
Are you familiar with the dating website Bumble? Uh, we've we've talked we've about talked it. About it. Yeah. Bumble is one all. of these websites where you, you swipe to match with somebody. Right. And then if you do match with somebody, they'll... It's a... Uh, Bumble is different in that the woman makes the first move. So you a man can't reach out to a woman Imagine on Bumble. guys that are on there that never get swiped. Right. I mean, talk about low self-esteem. Yeah. So this this uh, wife knew her husband was uh, oh, looking around. So she put up a picture, a profile of their wedding photo. Then she swiped to the guy so that when he signed on, he's like, oh, I have someone interested in me. Oh, boy. And when he went to it, it said... There's their wedding photo, Jerry. Oh, my God. Dear husband, this is the last straw. When you see this, you'll know to pack your bags. Wow. P.S. I've already seen your account and swiped right so that we'd match. That's a smooth move. Damn. Damn. Like, that guy probably went to his bumble and was like, I got a match. Wow. Could you imagine to put yourself on a social media platform looking for someone else? When you're married. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's I a tell weird, you, it's a tough move. No boundaries, really. It's tough just, move. Filth. It's a tough move, Jerry. It's just stupid. What do you think you're going with for lunch here? When Did you look at the menu? No. I didn't. I did. I see that. I like to get uh, the menu when I get there. Yeah. Yeah, I have a couple items I'm thinking about. So we'll see. For, and then I dinner I haven't looked at. This is really an hour walk. Is that what they said? That's what he said. An hour walk? It's well, 50. he wants me out of here. Yeah, that's true. So that we're not late for a noon reservation. Right. It is actually, it's a it's a distance. We're going the distance. Cake. He's going for speed. speed. Uh, Where are those dudes Are at? we walking back? Uh, we could, or we could Uber back. I'm tracking my steps of the VMI Apple Watch, so I'll be very happy no, to I walk. No, listen, me too, but... Especially uh, if it's And nice. I tried to check into the hotel. It did not work. I tried. It took me three times, but I am checked in. Oh, okay. Well, it took you, but three times. Well, yeah. I wonder why. I, I put the credit card in, and it just spins. Yeah. Uh, if you do it on the actual web, you have to do it on your phone. And not the link on the computer? Correct. Because you got to do the link on your phone. You, you go to the link by yeah. using your phone because it needs you to take a picture of your driver's license. Hello. Yeah. How about I'll just check in when I get Exactly. There. I said, because Boomer's like, yeah, that way you don't have to check in. I go, oh, I still have to get a key card. Yeah, so you're still going to the front desk. What's yeah. the difference then? No difference. All right. All right, Jerry, let's... Uh, oh, this is the final warm-up show. Or, I'm sorry. This is the final post-game yeah, podcast not, of the year. I'm not doing a post-game podcast next week. I'm I, out I will on... do the warm-up show Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay. Has that got settled it. from... Uh... Yeah, I, yeah, I got to go talk to Spike about the week in okay. between. I don't know what we're doing. All right. I'm with Sal for four hours. I really don't want to do that extra I agree. Hour. It's a lot of talking. Who are the other guys here that day? I have no idea. Like if CeeLo C- in would for, think you, so. for you, maybe CeeLo and uh, Little Fells do it. That's a good idea. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, I like I'll that. let Chris do it. We'll get the next generation of warm-up hosts. Next generation? He's almost 40. Oh. <laughs> well, I didn't start until I was 51. That's a very good point. <laughs> All right, we'll see you tomorrow. So, oh! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
The fan is on your smart speaker. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, play WFAN. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. Football Thursday for you. What do you say? A couple of minutes after 5 o'clock, Vianney Scuseri, good morning to you. How you be? And, of course, from me, oh, hello, his name is Al Austin Dukes. What's up, man? Oh, good morning, Jerry. Um, I was very surprised to see this Urban Meyer was fired. You were. <laughs> well, in some ways I was, I was because, I mean, what are we doing? Did people think, I mean... Maybe because he's a douche, and that's the real reason. Part of it. Like, did they expect that Urban Meyer, who does not coached in the pros, was going to come in with a brand-new quarterback who has never quarterbacked in the pros on a uh, franchise that sucks, the Jaguars? Did they think he was going to come in and be 500? Uh, no, but I think you had the issue with the woman in the club. That was part of it. You had the issue with this kicker, Josh Lambeau. That was part of it. You had a lackluster, pathetic performance this weekend where they had no offense whatsoever and lost 20 to nothing and got shut out. You've got an owner who was frustrated. Um, I think there's a lot going on there, actually. But can't we say the same of uh, Robert Sala? Other um, than he didn't get a lap dance? Well, I don't think that Robert Sala has been video. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, but those are two two big things. And if there's any truth to the Lambo thing, it just goes to show this guy's not long for this job. And he's also... You know, his press conferences have been, remember his first hire? He had to fire, if you remember very quickly. Like it was one misstep after the next, right from the start. And people were saying, even a month ago, like, how long are we sticking with this uh, Urban Meyer guy? Because he looks miserable. Doesn't seem like he wants to be there. The team stinks. You know, it's, you can make the case that Trevor Lawrence has regressed from week one. Like he was, he threw four interceptions Sunday. They say it was his worst performance of the year. So I think you throw that all into the mix. And from what I understand, the league is changing the interviewing um, dynamic to where you're going to be able to interview now week 17 and 18, which if you are going to hold on to him, great. If you're not going to hold on to him, you're better off doing it now so you can kind of get the jump on other candidates before other teams. I see. So I think there's a whole lot that goes into it. Now, you mentioned the Josh Lambeau incident. Josh Lambeau is a kicker on the uh, Jaguars who claims that uh, while he was stretching. This is pretty funny. He was uh, doing uh, stretches before the game that Urban Meyer kicked him and said, hey, dip, blink, blank, make your blanking kicks. Lambeau said back to him, don't you ever blanking kick me again. Urban Meyer said, I'm the head ball coach. I'll kick you whenever the bleep I want. Jerry, does a head coach have the right to kick a player no, anytime he no, wants? No. Your take. Maybe in 1952 it was okay. It's not anymore. Why would you <laughs> kick your kicker? You don't want to hurt him. Know. Because you have a huge ego and you think you can do whatever you want. I don't know. I really, I don't. I, the one thing that I thought was funny, though, if you read, if you read on, he says what was really insulting, too, was that he wouldn't call out for, you know, you know, a uh, field goal unit or punting unit, he would call us out as, hey, <laughs> D bleep unit, <laughs> S bleep unit. <laughs> it's pretty funny, actually. I'm against the Urban Meyer firing. Okay. I'm not. I think he's been, I think he's been a uh, horrible match rate from the start. I don't know what, but I don't know what they expected. Again, that's what I, better that's what behavior. I, so you're telling me if he didn't kick the kicker, 
I think it all started with that video and not going home with the lamp, team. You're allowed to get a lap dance when in a bar are, from a girl who wants to give you a lap you are, dance. Of course you are. But when you, here's the problem. When you are the leader of men, as Boomer likes to say, and rightly so, and you're supposed to be setting the example, and you don't fly back with your team because, quote, you want to spend time with your grandkids. Yeah. That was the reason. He wanted to spend time with his grandkids. And the next day, there's a video of you in a bar getting a lap dance from a fan. Where are your, grand, where are your grand, uh, grandkids there, well, Grandpa? Well, you don't have to spend time with them 24-7. No, but you should have dance. flown back with your team. And it was just a bad thing right from the start. It looks bad. You sit there and tell your players to do the right thing. And then you're out there peruse. He's a married man with grandkids. Then he's sitting there grinding. With, I mean, it's just a bad look. And that's just one of several things. Again, you can go back to right when he got hired. He hired a terrible strength coach with a very checkered past. So I think it was kind of against him right from the start. Then they're not good. That's fine. I mean, you don't expect them to be good. But when the quarterback's not playing well. Okay, but the, but the, which rookie quarterbacks other than Mac Jones, who throws three-yard uh, dump passes all day long, are playing well? I, I don't know the answer to that. But I know, again, if you think the quarterback has regressed as opposed to gotten better at some point. Right, like that's our, just the fifth thing on the list. Like our own Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson never played well. Okay, but he's I not don't think good. he's regressed at all. Well, you're not going to fire uh, Robert Sala because But of again, it. Robert Sala is not kicking kickers. That he didn't out. hire a strength coach that... with a bad pass and had to fire him 3 days after it. He wasn't in a club. I mean, I don't know how many examples you want of this, this guy doesn't the kicker, he doesn't that, fit. That was already decided by the time Plus, he's an arrogant SOB. Which you want in a coach? Uh, to a point. Only if he wins. Right. You can't you if can't Bill be Belichick two and ten and lose. If Bill like Belichick this. didn't fly back with his team, we saw a video of him getting a lap dance. Doesn't matter. He's won how many Super Bowls? Well, that's what I'm a, saying. For you you are given latitude when you win. Right, but you but this guy's given has was given no latitude and he's was, a D bag. But he was get uh, out. Agree, but he was a D bag when you hired him. Uh, he was, yes, he didn't but you just also become expected a D him to be a good football coach. I don't know. On a scrub, Here's the problem, on a team too. that historically sucks Let with a quarterback who's never played quarterback Let in me the ask, NFL. Well, it wasn't that long ago they were in the AFC Championship game. It wasn't. Barely, though. Jalen. Well, I mean, they were. They weren't. They were. Yeah, they were. Not barely. They were actually really but, good. Uh, in the uh, Historically, if you go win that bitch, are remember? The, are the Jaguars <laughs> a winning franchise? You would. You, more you so than the Jets. Yes or no. They uh, are that, more than the Jets. That's what about ism. If you were no, to, it's not. You just asked me if no, they're a winning I, I, team. I said they're more so than some. But I didn't from ask that. I asked, are the, would, if you had to check a box, are the Jaguars a winning franchise? Would you I would say no. Yes or no? Yeah, I would say no. Okay. I, but they're also not one of the worst franchises in the league, which is which is a horrible indictment on some of the teams in the league. I'd rather be the Jaguars than I'd rather be the Jets, the Lions, the Browns. And the Browns aren't terrible right now. I'd still rather be the Jaguars. I'd rather be the Browns than the Jaguars. Because they've got a quarterback. They've, a they've got a team. They've got... Uh, 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 they're more competitive. They win games. The Jaguars are a loser franchise. So have the Browns been. Those Jaguars have had more success than the Browns in recent memory. It's not even close. But just, uh, they make it feel like okay, the Browns went a winless season but a few they, years ago. They make it seem like, like zero. They make it seem like we're getting rid of Urban Meyer. The next guy we bring in, Trevor Lawrence, all of a sudden is going to learn Let how to play quarterback in the NFL. Let me ask you this, because this would be this would tell me something, and this uh, you can check this box. All right. Do players come out and back Urban Meyer today? Are they pissed off that he was fired? No. There's another reason why you get rid of him. The players don't like him, and they're not playing for him. Let me ask you this. If Joe Judge gets fired today, are there any players coming out backing him up? Yeah. Really? I do think so. I I actually do think the players like Joe Judge. 
I do. Maybe because he's too soft on him, unlike Urban Meyer, who who he uh, makes him do wind sprints. Who's a mean guy? So we're in a very soft. Society. I don't think Joe Judge is soft. I think he's the opposite. Actually, we're a very soft society, Jerry. And, That's uh, true. Urban Meyer is too hard of a football coach. No, I think he's just a d bag. But you could be a d bag. But you got to win. Bill you Belichick, can't be a D-bag. D-bag when you come in and lose G- uh, and then make John five Gruden. mistakes along the way. John Gruden, D-bag. It also, there's also this notion, too, and this goes back to when he was first hired and they gave him that big contract. You know, it, it's been proven. These college coaches don't succeed at no. this level. They just don't. So, you know, that's uh, Nick Saban was a – how'd that go in Miami? Terrible. You know, how did what's the, what's the clown's name from Florida? Not, not clown. Spurrier. Uh, yeah. How'd that go? Not good. I mean, it's just for whatever. So if you're not going to come in and succeed and show positive gains and you're going to be a D-bag and the ranks of the college coach to the NFL proven over the years doesn't work and you're pretty much embarrassing the franchise, get out. Plus, Shad Khan's got enough money. Who cares? See ya. It's kind of a win-win for everybody. I Players like, are happier. He's rich. He can go back to college, and Shad Khan go find another coach. I do like any time Shad Khan is on TV, and I could see his the mustache. Yeah, I love I that knew mustache. It. I knew it. He looks like uh, Raleigh fingers. <laughs> yeah, like a Raleigh fingers <laughs> yeah. type. Uh, yeah, he just looks like he's up to something, and he's, I like that. Okay, in, a, in an owner, where did he make his money? I don't you know. know. No, I don't either. No, I'm on. A lot. I saw. I read one article said he's worth eight point seven billion dollars. Billion dollars. That is unbelievable. So Urban Meyer gets all his cash. Like, what I don't he... know about that. I'm sure they will try and recoup some of it. I don't know. And like, who are they going to hire now? I don't know. Who wants to go to the Jaguars? Eric Mangini. <laughs> <laughs> like, who's going there? Rex would. Well, that would just be a desperate ploy to get back as a head well, Rex coach. Rex jumped at the Bills job in two seconds yeah. before it was a good job. But he was still he was still somewhat interesting as a head coach. I know, but he made, a, he he made a big mistake, though. He went to a place that had no quarterback at the time and really didn't have a chance to win. Well, we don't know if Trevor Lawrence is a quarterback. We don't know no, yet. No, I meant Rex. Right. Is what, what I'm I saying. To, for him to, no, go, to no the, idea. You're right. go to the Jaguars. But I think different. I think wasn't Tyrod. Hmm, I don't remember. Was Tyrod Taylor the quarterback in Buffalo yes. when Rex went there? Not the number one overall pick. I think if you go to Jacksonville, you still have the hope that the number one overall pick is going to play like the number one overall pick. You can make the case. I think if you came to the Jets, if Robert Sala wasn't here, if that job was open, you would hope that Zach Wilson will still turn into something as opposed to a journeyman type of deal. Maybe college quarterbacks are the same as college coaches. They suck at the pro level. That well, could be. I think in most cases that's been proven yeah, true as well. So weird. Think about how many college quarterbacks are drafted every year and how many succeed. Not many. How do we fix this? This is the college's problem. They're giving us <laughs> crap quarterbacks and crap head coaches. Well, why are they doing that? I think. But if you go, they're not the, let's look us. at the. It's not just the quarterback position. If you look at the draft, you've got seven rounds, seven, seven rounds, and you've got how many teams? Thirty-two. Thirty-two. So you, have, you have over two hundred kids are drafted every year, and I would probably say sixty percent of them don't last longer than two to three years in the league. So it's not a court. It's really just a. It's college's fault. It's a tough transition for a lot. This is why you don't send your kids to college. It no, costs no. <laughs> a lot of money, and they don't prepare well, them for Well, those kids football. don't pay for college, actually. They don't prepare them for the NFL properly. No, but they don't, they don't pay for college. Those are all oh, right. scholarship players that have, you know, I, I forgot they don't get paid. They just get $250,000 worth of free education, free meals, free boarding, 
And you don't even have to go to classes for your free education. Depends on where you go. Especially now, everyone's scared of coronavirus. Again, I'm sure they're all just on Zoom calls. They might be. I saw Cornell University. Yeah, that was a weird one. Completely shut down. And they basically sent their kids home. Cornell University. They had 900 positive cases over the weekend, they said. That's a pretty big number. (laughs) It's a big number, but they're all college kids. Double vaxxed. I'm just telling you that they they had to be double vaxxed to to go there. I'm sure they did. They did. I I was vaccinated and they still had it. Oh, whatever. And uh, I'm so confused by everything. You've no idea. It's really not confusing anymore. I've been, I'm on the right ship now, Jerry. There's a lot of inconsistency in this world right now. Right. Well, at the college, again, college. This is all college's problem. They but give even us the urban, NFL level. They give us urban mind, but they're not shutting down the NFL. They didn't, but the fact that you, they're not shutting down, but you're also not allowed to play. What was the college you just mentioned? Colgate? Cornell. Cornell? Yes. So Cornell, the students had to be double vaxxed to go to. What does double vax mean? You had to be you had both booster? your shots. Both your shots. The oh, so fully three. vaccinated. Right, but okay. now who knows what counts. But right now, yes, fully vaccinated counts as two shots. Right. Or the one Johnson and Johnson. So fully vaccinated. So you had to be vaccinated to go on campus. Right. They're college age kids mm-hmm. who don't go to the hospital or die from COVID. Or even have symptoms. Right. And now they won't let them go on campus. It doesn't make any sense. Well, it's the same way they won't let these football players who are in the best shape of their lives. So stupid. That have no symptoms. They can't go around the facility. There right. was over now the number's over 100 this week. And I said I saw up to seventy percent of them are asymptomatic, and most of the rest of them, as the doctor Sills said, yeah, uh, have symptoms so mild you would never even think to go to a doctor. Of course. So I don't know what we're. I don't know, dude. I have no idea. So stupid. I'm so confused. Shut I really it down. Am. Yeah. I, well, Just they're not shut shutting the world it down. down again. How about the Dopes. Bucks last night? So they were like the what Nets. What did they do? So the Bucks were. They played Indiana. The Bucks, like the Nets, only had eight players that didn't have COVID. They put seven players on the COVID list or eight players. I forget what it was. They wound up going on a, and no Giannis, by the way. He was out too. I think Chris Middleton was out. I think he was another big player out. Uh, Brooke Lopez has been out for injuries. I don't know who they'll play for them. They wound up going on a 21 nothing run in the fourth quarter and beat the Pacers. Not bad. Not bad. It was actually a pretty fun night in the NBA if you care. I know you don't. I don't care about But the people NBA. out there do. What about this? What if your team could only... Let me ask you this. Let's. Who's the best team in basketball? Uh, I would say the Suns or the Warriors. All right. I've heard of the Warriors, so let's go with that one. You've heard of the Suns. You know Chris I've heard Paul, of the Suns, but I... Okay, Devin Booker, I DeAndre Ayton. You I know do who know they those are. guys. I know you do. I know more Suns than I thought. Mm-hmm. What if one of the... How many guys on a floor at one time in basketball? Five? 17. Five, yes. Five. Let's say one of the really good teams only had three dudes, but it was their top three dudes. And they were playing scrub team. Who's the good scrub team? The Knicks? Uh, how about the... No, 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 no. Who's the worst? The Pistons, I think, Pistons. only have four wins, I think. All right. So let's say it was the top three Golden State Warrior players were the only ones available. All right. So we're going to against... go Draymond Green, yeah. Andrew Wiggins, and Steph Curry. Yes. And could they play yes, they with could three win. guys yes. and win? Yeah, because Steph would Curry NBA... can score from anywhere. <laughs> would the NBA allow that? No. What? I don't think they would. What if uh, Steve Kerr was like, listen, we're going to play with our three guys. Because I don't know if you saw the other night, Jerry. Curry from downtown. From everywhere. Yes. Well, but even, and so the Pelican game last night, which we would never, ever reference. I, who the hell they play? I forget who they played. So I th- was it the Thunder? It might have been Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City comes down, hits a 32-foot three-pointer with like two seconds left to take the lead or to tie. I forget. I think it was take the lead. And then 
they inbounds, the Pelicans do, and the kid hits from 61 feet 61. to beat them at the buzzer. And they can score from everywhere. These guys yes. are so good. I do think that those three could beat <laughs> the bad, like the Rockets or the or the Pistons. I do. Would, now, or I, the Pelicans who are I, terrible. I don't watch NBA games. I would watch that. I know you would. Three dudes see, on think, the Warriors versus a full see, Pistons team. I, I'm I, watching that. You have to start. So I think the rule is I think you have to have eight active players. I think you have to start with five on the floor. And I'm pretty sure if guys foul out, you can continue to yes. play. I don't know if you can play with less than four, though. I'm not, I don't know if that turns into a four. I don't know the answer to that. This would be like in that wrestling. That would be fun to watch, though. In wrestling back in the day, Jerry, Andre the Giant was so big and so good. How big was he? He was seven foot four, <laughs> 525 pounds. He was from Grenoble, France. I heard. He was so big, they would have handicap matches where Andre himself would fight three dudes. <laughs> and he won. Or five little people yeah. wrestlers. I hear you. And he won. How about this? Durant, Harden, and Irving all healthy. Yes. I think they could beat teams. 100%. Let's Come on, NBA. Let's do it. You let's could make do, this fun. You know what you could? See, the problem is you can't embarrass another pro team. By beating them with But I wonder if you people. could do something like that around All-Star Weekend <laughs> where you take, I don't know who you would play, though. That's the only problem. Or make it like NBA Jam style. That you it was only two people, two on two. Well, they have the three on three league. Three on three league, yeah. Yeah, it is boring. It's half court. It is. I don't care. I don't care. Half court. Yeah. No, you got to run the the full court. We got to take a quick break. It's five eighteen, soon to be five nineteen, soon to be six o'clock. And when that happens, we've got Boomer and Geo coming in on the fan. Don't go away. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, 25 after 5, it's Thursday, 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 Thursday. We've got a lot more to do, and we'll get back to it in just a moment. But uh, we are back on a Thursday. I did not forget. I am prepared. This is where we take Al's mind, yes, which I find a brilliant musical mind and a brilliant 1980s sports mind, anything beyond 1989, good luck. But that's why we keep it into that decade. It's something we like to call, is it a 1980s rocker or it is a 1980s baseball player? The year today is, we're going early, the year today is 1980. Wow, Jerry. 1980. I was six years old. You were 10 or 11 or 12. I forgot. I was 11. I was born in 69. So I would say for you, so let's see. So that for me would have been 1985. I feel like 11 years old, you're with it. Let me think where I was at 11 years old, Jerry. Colonia. I was in Colonia. I moved from Island to Colonia at nine years old. So at 11, I was in Colonia, Jerry. I was probably in a Mets hat, a Dallas Cowboys t-shirt. I'm sure. Danny White, perhaps. Danny White, maybe, 1980, under the pillow. So here's the deal. Right. I can tell you there will be no Mets in this. There will be no Dallas Cowboys, and there will be no Genesis or Phil Collins. All right. That having been said, eight names for you. You have to tell me if they were a 1980s baseball player or a 1980s Rocker from 1980. From Literally. 1980. All right, Name I forgot number about one. This. Name number one. All right, come on, Jerry. Andy Summers. 
That is an 80s rocker. He is the guitarist for the police. Wow. One for one. Nice start, nice start, nice start. Name number two. So you can go two for two. Larry Herndon. Larry Herndon was definitely a baseball player. And I'm trying to think where he played. I definitely know this name. Well, you are correct about that. I'm going to say he was on the Braves. He was on the San Francisco Giants Ah. in 1980. He was fifth in the majors and triples that year. That's a speedster. for two. That was a speedster. Name number three. Toby Hara. Toby Hara. That's a good one, Jerry, because that could be a rocker's name. Sure could. Or it could be a baseball player's name from the 80. I'm going to say that Toby Hara was a 1980 baseball player. He was, but you have no idea. Braves. No, you go with the Braves. (laughs) I'm going to hit one of them. He was on the Texas Rangers. He was ninth that year in the bigs in runs scored. Wow, that that guy could get around the bags. Generic name for you. This could go either way. Good. Steve Harris. Oh, man. Probably a lot of them. Yeah, Steve Harris is a tough one. But I'm going to say Steve Harris was a 1980 rocker. Uh, That's enough with you already. Four for four. And I'm going to say he was He was not on the Braves. He was in uh, (laughs) Quiet Riot. He was in Iron Maiden. Oh. Very close. Very close. Very close. All right, so you're pretty good. Here we go. You're four for four. Everyone thought. Although you're not getting the teams. Right. Everyone thought Iron Maiden was devil music because they had a song that went like this. Six, 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 the number of well, the beast. Didn't they also have the skeleton on the yeah. uh, the cover of their cassette tape? All of them, yeah. That right. was Eddie, his name was. Yeah, so, I mean, it, you know, parents then were probably freaked out when they oh, saw the kids come home with this or wear the T-shirt. Yeah. All right, name number five, John Ilsley. John Ilsley? Mm-hmm. How you That's spelling right. that? I-L-L-S-L-E-Y. I'm going to say he is a 1980 rocker. God damn. You're five for five. He was but... in Blue Oyster Cult. <laughs> no, he was in Dire Straits. Ah, okay. All right, see, so I'm not getting the names. You're I'm five really for half. five, but it's not a perfect right, it's not five perfect. Five. Nope. Here I comes agree. name number six, Tim Blackwell. Tim Blackwell is definitely a 1980 baseball player. He was, and he cl- don't say the Braves. I'm going to smack you upside the head. Okay, so I know it's not the Braves. It's not the Braves. Tim Blackwell, I'm going to say he was on the Chicago White Sox. Oh, you were so close. Cubs? Cubs. Ah! Cubs catcher. Now, this is a weird stat because yeah, I always try and go top ten. Well, I appreciate that. He was seventh in Major League Baseball in cue the dork soundbite. All right. In defensive war. <laughs> they even, they but, it's even... A, but it's a top ten stat. They kept defensive war back then? I don't know. It might be adjusted. Oh, adjusted. I'm not sure, but so here's he what I know. he didn't even know he was a top war guy. But he was a top 10 defensive catcher. Right. He's good. So, there you go. Name number seven, mm. Gene Tanise. Gene Tanise? Yes. That is a 19... 19- might be Tanise, actually. That is a 1980 baseball player. And I'm going to say Gene was... I think was, we're retiring this game. I, I'm going to say... Well, because I haven't got the teams or the bands, which is terrible. True. Other than the first one. True. I'm going to say Gene was on the Phillies. No, he was on the Padres. Ah. He was ninth in Major League Baseball that year in walks. 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 They were afraid to pitch to him. Final name, again, a little generic, Lou Graham. Lou Graham is a 1980 rocker. He was the lead singer for Foreigner. Oh, he was the lead singer? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even realize. <laughs> well, you are a perfect eight for, well, not perfect. Not perfect. You go eight for eight with identifying where they're from, Correct. but not who they played for exactly. or worked for. 
but I, I bookended it nicely with uh, Andy Summers and Lou Graham. You did. Very well done. You know what? I'm impressed. Lou Graham also had a nice solo career in the 80s. I thought with, I was going to uh, get you on Toby Hara. With a song named uh, called The Midnight Blue. Is that true? No. I had no idea. So congratulations to you. You are the winner of this week's edition of 80s Rocker or 80s Baseball. Thank you, Jerry. Uh, I, I do need to get better. There is always room for improvement. Always I, uh, room for improvement. Uh, I got to get. Like I, not I, calling every baseball player from the Braves. Right. Last week I, or two weeks ago, I was really locked in on the uh, Kansas City Royals. You, like I kind of. You like the Royals and the Pirates. Yeah. And now the Braves. Yeah, now the Braves. Yeah. A couple of quick items on Twitter from our last segment about Urban Meyer. And I yeah. said, who wants to go to the Jaguars? I, I said that a fellow named Michael on Twitter says $70 million cap space, a top three pick, Trevor Lawrence, no state income tax, owner willing to spend owner yeah. willing to spend money, and good weather. Yeah. I, I don't so think it's, it I told you, I don't think that's a bad job at all. I'd rather, um, I'd rather have the Jaguar job than I would the uh, Lions job. I agree with that. And the Lions been around for a hundred years. No one wants to go to uh, it's Detroit. Detroit, and you have to plan Thanksgiving. You know, and you get to see. Well, your some people actually like that. Uh, Fred don't Moore... have to worry about seeing family. <laughs> <laughs> Fred Morgillo on Twitter says, "Al, you have to earn your lap dance." Yes, Bill Belichick earned his. Urban Meyer did not. I agree with that. Urban Meyer is a Called jackass. Equity and a uh, uh, lap dance equity. Well, no, it's just I think in anything you do, yeah. well, not anything because there are certain exceptions. In a lot of cases, you are you earn yourself a second chance, if you will. Like you can screw up once if you've got a lot of equity built in. Right. If you've got none, you make a mistake. Get out. Right. You've got to build your. You've got you to do. put some equity in the bank. Yeah. To make withdrawals. Yes, I hundred percent agree with he that. He had a balance of zero. Yeah. Now there are exceptions. You can be a great husband or wife for fifty years. And then you have one night. <laughs> you can't claim equity? No, I don't think you can. I think that's one exception. Now, yeah. there are some very forgiving people out there that will look the other way and say it was one mistake and you can move on. Right. I would say 99% of the population will say, get out of my life, you piece of garbage. They'd say like this, Sue? <laughs> yes, I do think so. Jim Bones, uh, one more here Jim on, Bones. on Twitter, Jerry. Jim Bones uh, says three pros in the NBA could never beat a starting five in the NBA. I disagree. I disagree as well. I disagree. What do you think about that, Jim Bones? Two people disagreeing with you, and we're both professional talk show hosts, <laughs> so we have uh, We also didn't say equity. any random three. Right. We're talking right. about three. the stars. Only the best stars. Like you can tell me LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and... I'll even say Russell Westbrook because they're really three very different players. Right. And even though they're, you know, those two are old, Anthony Davis is still a very young man with a power game. You're going to tell me those three couldn't beat the crappiest team in the NBA? I think they could. I agree with you. I think they could. I'm not saying they would. I think they could, though. I think it'd be a, I think it'd be close. Unless the other team with five was really like the Pistons of the 80s where they were. Knocking fools no, down. When no, they, no, that's not allowed. That's not allowed. Although, nope, like nope, you said, nope. they'll just shoot from the outside. They don't even have to get involved. Again, Steph Curry can come across midcourt and routinely make that shot, which is insane. But he can. Yeah. So there are different ways. To, uh, yeah, I think you can. He can and he will. Well, they won't because they're not going to do it. Uh, Bill Belichick, speaking of which, we said he earned his lap dance. If he wants to get one, he's earned it as a coach. Uh, he is. He does. He did uh, answer yes to a question when uh, you know they play the Colts Saturday mm-hmm. night, a very unique Saturday night game. There's two games Saturday, yeah. Two games Saturday. This one's Saturday night, both on NFL Network. Uh, yep. A Colts Patriots, 
And someone asked him if he has been scouting the Colts on the midseason. Yeah, where was this asked? Hard and knocks. Because I watched. Oh, he did a 15-minute press conference yesterday. Yeah. Unless I just missed it. I rolled the whole thing. I didn't hear it. Now, it's one of those situations where he did not say the words, I'm watching Hard Knocks to scout the Colts. He just said yes to the question. Somebody asked him, hey, you know, the the Colts are on midseason Hard Knocks. Uh, using this to our advantage. And he said, we have many coaches that watch everything, insinuating that, yes, we were watching this. And he also, I believe, made reference to this is why this is why he doesn't want the Patriots involved in any of this For nonsense. Sure. Because now you got a mid-season situation where you got Frank Reich probably telling secrets. Yeah, well, I mean, it depends on how much you allow in. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, have you watched? I, I haven't. You talk about buzz, no buzz. No oh, buzz. Oh, God. I didn't even know they were still doing it. When I saw the story, I was like, oh, right. Yeah, exactly. That like, has that's got to no... be a zero share. <laughs> that has no buzz. None. I, again, forgot they were even doing yeah. it. Yeah. And, wow. I, and I don't like the hard knocks from the summer. I don't. But I do peek in on it. And it you you generally generate some conversation, and it's in, and it's like the beginning of football, right? right? You're like, oh, the camp. This is useless. Started. This is useless. What a what a terrible uh, use of finances. All this does is gives Bill Belichick a bit of an Agreed. advantage. I completely week. agree with you. For that reason, I'm going to bet the Patriots. Are you? Yeah. I like the way Jonathan Taylor's running the ball. But I hear you. I probably beat the Patriots. So you, know I, what, you know who I like also this year? Uh, let's run, see who's winning. Run, <laughs> <laughs> running for the – I think he's on the Rams now. Sonny Michelle. Sonny – oh, God help us. Sonny Michelle, you dope. It's not Sonny Michelle. He's killing it. <laughs> and I remember, I'm like, why'd the Patriots let that guy go? You just called him Sonny Michelle. <laughs> it would have been better if you called him Sonny Michael. I might not have known who the hell you were talking about. <laughs> Oh, help us, God. All right, 537. Let's take a break. I think we need it. We need to reset. Just worry about the music and the 1980 sports. Holy hell. Uh, we've got Boomer and Gio coming up at the top. Don't go anywhere on the fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The great Lou Graham. Hmm. See if I know this. This was. A, is this the hit? This was a big hit in the '80s. Oh, sure, absolutely. A good one. This has got the old uh, rock stations right all over. Oh it. yeah, no doubt. You're either. No it's either Cherry Red. What's wrong? It's either Cherry Red or Midnight Blue. Okay. Life, Jerry. There was. Life. Can't think of the guy's name. Stern did a was telling a story about how these guys back in the day went from nothing to fame, like overnight. I wonder, I mean, he was from Foreigner, you said? Yeah, he had already so had, he a had a ton career. of hits with So this Foreigner. wasn't prior to, this was after. This was after. So he was kind of off and He running. went solo. He went solo. Very interesting. A All couple right. things on Twitter which I enjoyed. Uh, let's see, this comes from uh, Sun Man. You guys Sun, are... Sun, is he related to Michelle? Uh, S-U. Sun Michelle? <laughs> Sunny Michelle. Okay. Uh, Sun Man says, uh, you guys are insane. Five against three in the NBA. You can double team two players at all times, and on the other side, you can't guard five with three. Yeah, I know. 
I got it. We still think it is. I also think we, they have a chance. Again, we're talking about the best of the best. We're not talking about three random guys. And then Phil on Twitter wants to know, does Jerry have equity at the fan? Big equity. Um, I don't know the answer to that. I've been here for 97. What year is this? This is 2021. We're almost in 2022. So, wow. So January will be 25 years. You definitely got equity here. Mm, If you screwed up, if you screwed up, even a big screw up. I would like to think maybe a month off without pay. No. If you, let's say tomorrow, you just didn't come to work. Didn't call anyone. Sure. Didn't. And then at like 1030, you call Spike and say, oh my God, I... Slept through everything. Yeah, yeah. Twenty five years equity. That's not a big screw up, though. Not showing up for a shift. Yeah, but I think to me that's a no brainer. All right. I think twenty five years. I don't think I've ever been late in twenty five years. I don't think I've ever been late once. I really don't. So there was one time, but it was not my fault. I was not. I was not on the schedule. I was a write in. I wasn't told that I was written in. Schedule of there was snafu. A, was there that was the a, uh, gents cow uh, regime? No, that was uh, Eric and Lisa Johnson. Uh, Eric Spitz and Lisa Johnson. They needed someone to run the. I think it was the Ranger game from an alternate studio, and someone the day before canceled. So they wrote my name in, and Lisa thought that Eric was going to call me. Eric thought Lisa was oh, going to call boy. me, and I got a frantic phone call at six p.m. when we were on the air at six thirty. And I picked up the phone. They're like, uh, well, that's not good. Why are you picking up the phone? I'm like, well, because it's Tuesday and I've got nothing to do. <laughs> this is the only time. And I got in the car and I got there in time for whatever, the end of the first period. But on my own, I've never been late once. So that to me is not, I think, real screw up. View of equity. Like say something really well, stupid on social media or yeah. get caught on video doing something. I, I don't know. Eddie don't know. had a lot of equity. He's running out of it. He, well, Eddie, yeah. he, he had equity. He's got to build his equity back. Eddie, Eddie likes to test his limits. He does. He He's a big limit test. Yes. But we saw someone with a decent amount of equity who said something that was, you know. But was no good? Yeah. Oh. So maybe it depends how much equity. Sometimes you well, need a there are lot certain, of equity. There are certain things you're not coming back from. I don't care how long you've been somewhere. Eddie brought a dog to work. Had some equity, so he did not get thrown out of the building for it. A couple it. of checks were uh, unmarked. Oh, he now has a file. There's now a file with his name on Is it. Is this true? But yes. equity. Oh, for real? Equity oh, yeah. kept official, him here. Official record. Official. He's got it written down on official record. So some equity was taken back. Wow. But he had that equity to give. You know what I'm saying, I do. Jerry? He's been here for 30 years. And Urban Meyer, as you said, had no equity yet. None. Zero. <laughs> Zero Zilch. equity. None. He had negative douche equity. Yes. So he's. that's why he's gone from Jacksonville, if you're just Like Robert Sala, to me, has more equity built up in his first year than, than Urban Meyer ever you're did. Right. It's not even a question in my mind. Right. Even though Urban Meyer came from him a much more successful sure. college career. Robert Sala's gone about things the right way. And he's going through hell with a home renovation. And that, too. Exactly. What did you make of this Deion Sanders situation yesterday? So, I guess, you know, it's a very big deal, those who follow college football, when a high school, top high school player chooses a college. The number two recruit in the country. Number two recruit in the country. I think is what it was. Was all set to go to Florida State, a big-time football program, you would say. Guess who went there? Deion Sanders. Mm Mm-hmm. This kid now commits to Deion Sanders. And did you see how he did it? At Jackson State. 
Did you see what no. he did, though? What did he do? His name so, is Travis Hunter. So a lot of these kids, if not all of them, especially the big players, yeah. they will, like this National Commitment Day or however signing day as it is, is on television. So they will sit at a podium. Even for social media, they'll do it. And they'll have, like I remember Emmett Smith's kid, they'll put the hats that they're oh, trying yeah. to decide on. So this kid had, and supposedly he committed to Florida State back in March. And he told them, I'm coming to you. Right. He had the Florida State hat. I think it was Auburn, and I think Georgia. I think those were the three hats he had on the table. So when it came time for him to make his decision on camera, he wiped all the all the hats off the table, opened up his shirt, and he was wearing a Jackson State sweatshirt. Is that right? That's, that's right. Now, there's two things here. There are conflicting reports for sure. One says he's getting at least seven figures to do – to uh, endorse this barstool gambling thing or whatever, this NIL um, name and likeness, and he's going to get money from that. There are others that have reported that is 100% not true. So I don't know where it's probably somewhere in between. He's probably getting yeah. 600000 Who knows? So there's that. There's also, which I also thought when, when Dion first went to Jackson State, and, oh, by the way, had success last year, if you're a – he's a cornerback, this kid. Why would you not want to go there? to learn from one of, if not the best, at that position of all time. That makes sense. So I think there's for a that position. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot happening. Might the money be in play? Yes. Do we know for sure? No. I know Portnoy said no comment when he was asked about it on one of those bar- barstool shows. But to me, regardless, I don't think it's a stretch to think that the kid wants to go play for Dion. Like, I would think kind of neat, actually. That is fair. I did not... Look at it that way, nor have I seen that written anywhere. Yeah, I, I haven't either. That's a fresh take But right I there. do think that that's something to think about. Yeah, I kept seeing in the articles and things about it uh, that uh, Barstool paid Travis Hunter a seven-figure NIL contract. Right. And I was like, can someone please write out what NIL means? Yeah, name and likeness. Name, image, likeness. Right. Yeah, so Correct. I guess that they would be able to use them for endorsements and yeah. things like that. Yeah, and that's where there there have been a lot of college players that have made, and I have no issue with this at all. I really have an issue with the colleges paying the kids. I really do. And there's a hundred reasons why I think it makes no sense. This, to me, is fine. There's no reason why you shouldn't be able to be paid because you are who you are. You know, jersey sales, like, yeah, you should get some of that money. And you, if someone wants to pay you to, you know, endorse a, you know, a Ford Mustang, good for you. Right. So, whatever. It's interesting. I wonder if we'll be seeing more of this sort of thing, where the kids are going to get paid by some other programs or, by, well or some other endorsements in a town or in an area well, that's important and to that's that where, company. And that's where the people that don't like this will say that's the problem. It's a way of kind of you know, persuading a kid to come to it, which is true. That is very true. It's just now it's kind of out in the open in a way, whereas before it was like kind of in blue chips. You ever see that movie with Shaq? I did. You know, we're we're hiding the tractor and putting this person in a home. I mean, it's, come on. Blue chips. Uh, Nick Nolte. Yes. Shaq. Nick Nolte was the coach who would not stand for it until he finally said, you know what? I can't win without it. Was John Cougar Mellencamp in that movie? I think he was, or he, or he did know. a song for the soundtrack. That I don't know. I, I did can, like that movie, though. I, re- I do recall renting Blue Chip yeah, from I, uh, Blockbuster. Do you think that was the last movie I saw in the theaters? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap it up. we got a couple more stories. Don't know if we'll have time for both of them, but we'll get to that. And then Boomer and Geo at 6. Right now on Odyssey Sports Minute, it is Amy Lawrence. Urban Meyer is a dirtbag. Hmm. I don't know if she says no that, but that's what, was written, that. that's what was written down. No way. 
It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, not much time left. Uh, Rangers did win last night, and you got a lot of action tonight with us. I can't believe we haven't talked about a really cool game tonight, Chiefs-Chargers. That's a cool game. It's a good game for Thursday night. I agree. Absolutely. You're going to watch? Well, we're going to no. be out partying. I understand. I'm going to get here early. What do you guys think of Sonny Michelle and how he's played this year? Terrific. He's been okay. He's not been great. He's been fine. But he plays for the uh, Rams. Yep. Yes, He's a no, big Ram player now. His also, name is also Sony, not Sonny. Jerry. WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station. The fan is on your smart speaker. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, hey, Google, play WFAN.